0: Hi everyone, this is the Honestly series and today I'm going to talk about goal-setting. So why are we talking about goal-setting now? It is the end of August, we are well in the year already. We set goals bigger or smaller throughout the year. And if you haven't done so yet, it's never too late to introduce this new habit into your life. We may commit to New Year's resolutions at the beginning of the year and some do it at the end of the year to start a new page in a new year. From a goal setting perspective, what matters is the period you set your goals for. I think setting goals, any goal, is most challenging in the beginning, given you haven't spent time thinking about the direction of your life before and it requires a little practice, so don't get discouraged. Once you get the taste of it, you will see, it is worth the time you invested in it. And I'm sure you heard that planning is half success. I believe it to be true. For some, setting goals is part of the plan itself. I personally like to separate these two activities. Setting goals for me is about knowing in what direction I would like to take my life and within what time frame. not all goals are equal. You know when I started my first company I didn't know I was going to have more than one. I didn't even think I would dab into several businesses. All I knew was my desire to be independent and to be able to create the financial stability I craved so much. I guess anyone coming from even a middle class family knows what I'm talking about and those who were born into even less fortunate circumstances can certainly understand the situation and the motivation. I lived until the age of 10 in a poor, but truly loving family and spent my teenage years in a middle class family. From that perspective, if only money mattered, the drive to be independent could even have faded away. But because of that environment quite the opposite happened. From the age of 11 I was driven to turn my life into a direction where I feel valuable and can protect myself and that is one strong motivation if you ask me. I strongly felt that it was a necessity for me to plan out my life for years ahead. Not that it worked the first time around and I certainly didn't follow a methodology back then. All I had was a dream. A desire that I cherished and refined every day. At the age of 13, I had a vision. How did I know it was going to work out? I didn't. (laughs) I wanted it so much. I breathed it in, I breathed it out, and I trusted it was going to work. There was no plan B, even though there were variations to plan A. So a critical component, and I'm sure I'm not the first one to tell you, is Formulate a vision, formulate a vision. What is a good vision, what does it look like? This is a question I often get. A good vision is something you can see clearly in your mind. You can hear the sounds, you can feel how it feels. You can, you can even smell the scent of it. A good vision is like a projected reality, as if you could have a glimpse of the future. And it's not the same as thinking that you can do it if you believe it. Trying to convince yourself that it would work out may not be the right choice. On the flip side, if your articulation of the desired future state is in alignment with your true inner motives, you don't have to convince yourself at all. My advice? Search in your mind and heart. And discover yourself because it leads you to a much more explicit definition of your core. Search for something that you want so much that you don't question it. Even if it is far away, even if others tell you it's impossible, you will feel deep inside it is your path. Trust your intuition. Intuition works as a compass. And paired up with your logical thinking helps you lay down a better path for yourself. And naturally, not all goals will have decades, or even the span of a year. But knowing where you're going and what the key milestones are is critical for success. There aren't many who made it just by floating through life. And of course, I know, we all need to step back time and time again and take it easy, no doubt. But floating? Floating means you get lost and lose sight of what you aim for. If you were on a ship, floating through life would look like as if you were sailing in the fog without knowing in which direction the harbour is. Would you want that feeling in your life? So, um, So, I worked on my vision quite early. The first time I knew what I wanted was in my early teenage years. I knew I wanted to be a senior leader by the age of 30. I planned out the journey to get there and set my goalposts for every five years. And of course, I knew life was going to through a few curveballs, but I also had something to adhere to. I set the tolerance. If you like, I set the margins on the page of my life. I built a path, I built a road between the goalposts and thought about what could lead me to the next goalpost, what the fastest route to the next goalpost was. And of course, through the years, I learned that the fastest sometimes is not the best route at all. From a planning perspective, self-reflection and assessments of previous periods became integral parts of my life. Planning itself, for me, is also about keeping it real. Although I believe in big dreams and think that things happen if we make them happen. But you know, we can make things happen when we have the resources available to us. And this is also a reason why I like to separate goal definition and planning, even though these activities are closely connected. Naturally, you need resources for execution, so planning is also essential to see whether you have enough resources to make your plan and dreams come true. It is easy to give up when not all resources are available, believe me. And you know that, by the way, mostly the case. Not all the resources will be available to you. So remind yourself that you can create resources. You can create resources. You can create resources. I'm repeating it (laughs) because that's so important. The time, the capabilities and money are resources. Time and skill can be substituted using money. Even though some capabilities are too expensive to buy or sometimes you decide not to buy them. Just think about yourself. You cannot do everything yourself in your work or in your business. If you do everything by yourself, there are underlying reasons. In your business, you can do many things yourself up to a point when it becomes an obstacle to your growth. Conscious action and sufficient knowledge to lead your business are critical. So you learn the stuff. I did it for sure. Part of my plan was to develop myself relentlessly, learn, learn and learn, not only because I wasn't born with a silver spoon in my mouth, but because my business is my livelihood, my present and my future, even if it is not the only thing in my life. So planning for me is also about keeping the right balance of resources to utilize them to reach the desired destination, which might be the next goalpost, the next milestone. I build on what I have already achieved. And that requires honesty to myself as well, because I need to know what I achieved so far, and there will be course corrections, not once. Honesty means that you're critical enough to yourself to admit when you deviated from the plan, but it also means you know that you didn't bash yourself and you did make a mistake. The outcome, the results on the way, the development, and how you feel are all significant. Knowing this is part of self care. The last aspect of planning for me is what I put in the plan. It is easy to forget that we are human beings with specific needs. We need to recharge and feel good to be able to go on. Especially when building a business, this is easy to forget, you know. Not to mention the high drive to be successful puts the limelight on work. Suddenly work becomes fancy. Hard work brings the benefits, that is true. It also wears you out, even if you enjoy it. If you enjoy what you're doing, you don't feel tired. This is what we hear, right? Perhaps. But your body does get tired. So block out time for relaxation and rejuvenation in your plan. So is this all about planning? Of course not. We talk about goal setting and planning extensively in the Kickstarter program, and you can read more about it in my upcoming book, The Different Me. Goal setting and planning are not a one-off or ad hoc exercises. If you strive for success, if you are looking to get out of your current circumstances, Conscious goal-setting and planning have to become an integral part of your routine. So, what can those who want to accelerate their progress or turn their lives around do? Read the articles on our page, unleash-mentoring.com, work through the microlearning resources, and for those who are not satisfied with touching just the surface but motivated to make a more significant difference in their lives there is a Kickstarter program they can join. I hope today's episode was valuable to you. Be confident and compromise less.